Lyle DeLeon has always had the mentality of a hustler, having grown up with a weak, drug-addicted mother and an ignorant, misogynistic father. She has to learn early on to protect herself and handle her own. Unfortunately, her ways cause those around her to deem her unlovable. So it was no surprise that when she met the handsome Rayshawn, she quickly snatched him up, hoping to prove that she is that she in fact can be loved by a man married life with Rashawn isn't bad but it isn't good either Lyle has no issues with this until she's thrown into the path of the man to see Glockman who makes her feel all the things she should and shouldn't Glockman is a charming kingly suave alpha who <laughs> like lyle is a go-getter and during a rather traumatizing upbringing he was forced to get out and get that bread the only way he knew how and although a gangster tried and true glockman is no stranger to being burned by the opposite sex however that doesn't deter him in the slightest upon meeting the beautiful, sexy, but hardened and very married Lyle. And their attraction to one another causes issues in more ways than one, forcing them to constantly reevaluate their union. And this love story laced with betrayal, plenty of lies, background lovers, and mayhem. Find out if Glockman can crack the hard shell Lyle has wrapped herself in, or if her toughness, lies, and his own personal dramas will keep them apart. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the show. So we are here. I don't think, I haven't done Siobhan Latrice in a while, but y'all know I love her. Now, I'm just going to be very transparent. This is a book about four sisters. I'm really only interested in Lyle's story. I can't lie to you. I've said this before. As much as I love Siobhan in her writing, the side stories or like how there are so many multiple stories and players, it gets on my nerves because I focus on one thing at a time. Like I can keep up with the story and what's going on, but with so many people having like their own point of view, I just like, I don't care. They're not important enough to the story for them to have their own point of view, but that's her style of writing. But she makes a great story as well because it's just like i think i've mentioned this before on other uh reviews of her books that i've done or it might just be the one but anyway um it gives you great information because you could be reading the story like hmm, i wonder what's their story she gives that to you so if you're a person that likes that like you want people's stories that are like kind of b characters she's great for that so I do want to mention like she's amazing with that it's just i only care about one couple in the book so you're probably going to hear it like as i'm reviewing the book but let's jump right into it so we have four sisters like i said there's lyle no i believe joey is older so there's joey lyle troy and then bryce um but the way the book starts off lyle is running like an underground strip club because the idea of having a strip club is her idea that's her baby but her sisters go into it with her because you know they want to support her and they i guess basically it's just like yeah whatever i'm down this is what you want to do so she's like 
the quote-unquote boss of the club. And then Joey is a bartender, and then Troy was covering the door. So one night, they're robbed by two guys. And at first, Lyle tries to act like she doesn't know where the money is. She's like, I don't know what she's talking about. And she's hit in the face with a gun. So they give up the money, and... um she goes across the street. like one guy tries to play the hero like he tries to um run up to one of the guys with the gun and he's killed so she goes across the street to a bar to have a drink and this guy approaches her like you know like damn what happened to you and she kind of gives him like a half-ass explanation and so he offers to take her to get a gun and you know to practice shooting it's like you need to protect yourself out here so um she takes him up on the offer like okay i'll meet you back here tomorrow so when she goes back over to the quote-unquote club she gets into the car with her sister and they're like where did you go and she's like you know did the police say anything did they ask y'all anything and you know they're like we didn't tell them anything so don't worry about it we're introduced to Quandreas, who is being released from jail. And he's anxious to get home to his girlfriend, Kelby, and their son, Mars. So he has his friend, Poe, drop him off. Like, drop me off at home. Let me spend time with my girl and, you know, take a shower and basically just be home for a second. And then I'll catch up with y'all later. When he gets home... He finds Kelby in the bed with another man. Like, he didn't actually see them having sex, but the guy jumps up out of the bed, and then he sees her covering her naked body, so it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out what's going on here. Um, so he beats the guy's ass, and then looking at Kelby, and her only explanation is, they were saying that you were going to get 20 years. What was I supposed to do? Like, he said, bitch, you didn't even wait. Like, he was only in jail. He was not in jail that long for you to immediately, what, like a couple months? If you were in a month? I can't remember exactly. And he's like, the trial haven't even started yet. Like, he wasn't sentenced to anything. It's just like, could you at least wait till the trial is over to even see if I was going to get off first before you just automatically find you a new nigga? And so, thankfully, their son wasn't there. Uh, Kelby had actually sent him off with her mom to get ice cream and do some other shit. And so, you know, needless to say, they're done. She's doing all that hoop and holler. I love you. So what does that mean for us? Like, girl, you was not thinking about that. And if you was going to try to play the field like that, at least, like, why are you doing it in your own house? Let's talk about that. Like, you're not even smart with it. Like, okay, I could see you saying, like, yeah, that's my nigga, but he about to be gone. Like, I need to secure another bag. But why you do it at home, though? Like, you couldn't meet up with him nowhere? No nothing? Like, you're not even smart about it. But anyway, like I say, yeah, they're done. Flash forward, it's four years later. Kyle, Kyle, Lyle, excuse me, now has an official a co-ed strip club that is named fantasy and it's designed to look like it's underwater when i first read this i was like that sounds so dope i don't know if this was is an actual thing but siobhan did that i was like somebody needs to take this idea 
and do something with it. Um, I've never been to a strip club. I want to go to one just to see. It's like you hear about the atmosphere, but I'm also not a people person. So to think of being around all those people, yikes. Um, but anyway, she's now running this strip club. Like all four sisters have ownership in it. Um, but she's now running it with just Troy and the younger sister Bryce. Now, I and I swear I read it twice, unless my mind is just skipping over it. Like, um, what do we want to call it? Like the prequel? There's no mention of Bryce, I do not believe. But it's like four years later, we now have Bryce and Troy who are running it with her because Joey is in jail. Joey decided that she wanted to be the definition of a ride or die chick and took a charge for her husband Dennis, which is the dumbest shit I could ever have ever heard. I'm like, ain't no you taking a charge for a nigga? Why? And um which is crazy because it's like the nigga don't even be answering her call. See, that's another thing. I mean, nigga, you're not answering my calls so much. You got to go out here and get this money. Like, man, whatever. But um, while she's in jail, she expects, like, her portion, like, the money that she would get, like, if she was actually out and working for the club, that goes to Dennis. Like, they have to pay Dennis, and Dennis is just out living his life. Like, he don't take her calls. He won't go and see her for real, for real. But he's just out living life. So they just know that he's cheating. But Joey won't hear none of it. She don't want to hear none of that. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. But um, um, Lyle is also married to Rashawn, the man that, you know, took her to get the gun to protect herself from being robbed. They're not really, like, in love. It's not like a good marriage. It's kind of like, uh, he's there. And I guess that's okay. And everything she says, he kind of, like, goes along with it. He don't really argue with her. He's just there. Like, he's literally just... He's like a piece of furniture. He's just there. Um, So, she is having problems with her club. Like, they're barely floating above water. Because recently, like, their mother came back into their lives... You know, claiming she's a different person and she wanted to make things right with the girls um, because their mother and father, their father always wanted a son. Hence why they have quote unquote male names, like male identified names. Um, So when their mother got pregnant with Bryce and Bryce turned out to be another girl their father left. Like, he literally... I'm like, just because they aren't the gender you want, you left your four daughters and just, like, took off. And so, after that, their mother... Like, after their mother had Bryce, she, like, left as well and turned to drugs because she was so depressed about this man running out of her life because he didn't want to take care of daughters. Which is the dumbest shit I've ever... I'm like, oof, thank God for my parents. And so, the father's sister, Connie, 
steps in like after the mom takes off and she has raised these four girls so you know they're real close to her and recently the mom came back you know claiming that she's clean she's a changed person and she wants to have this relationship with them so lyle welcomes her with open arms into the club and like her mom took classes and uh you know she what was it like a tax preparer so lyle let her do the taxes for the club and you know she's trusting that she's actually taking care of business until she gets a letter from the irs like um your taxes you haven't paid them and she checks her account and come to find out her mama done ran off with the money in the account so she had to take the money that they had like in another account like that specifically for the club to pay the irs you know to keep them off of their back and now she's i think what they were running out of liquor running out of food so it's just like they're barely making it and when she tells Rashawn this he suggests that she links with his boss glockman who is looking for a business to excuse me quote unquote invest in you know to launder his drug money because he's supposed to be one of if not the biggest drug dealer in california so at first she's like you know no absolutely not but um rashawn assures her like you know he's legit in that way like you know he's just looking to clean his money he's like a good dude or whatever and besides what other choice do you have besides doing this and so you know when she thinks about it she's like okay you're right so he sets up the meeting so uh when they get there glockman is quadrus you know he done stepped up his game you know all that type of stuff he's that guy now and so lyle definitely like what she sees and you know she don't even like rashawn like that for real so but she also doesn't know what his uh what is it like his position in glockman's gang is either it's like she knows that her husband sells drugs but she also knows that he's not up on the food chain if you will so when glockman basically like dismisses him and tells him to get out of his face and like go find somebody else they got some work for you to do she's even more turned off by her husband like you just let him tell you what to do like that like really like ugh, bitch like basically it's like how she's looking at them like i'm really married to a whole bitch out here and this is basically what glockman says as well like he's flirting with her like you know pretty soon you're gonna be my woman and she's like you know i got a husband and he's like you really don't you ain't got a husband you got a bitch um so they're flirting and he tells her you know i'm gonna come by look at the club you know see if it's something that i'm interested in and will actually want to put my money through so the next night he shows up 
they're still flirting and you know he decides i think he all he always knew that he was gonna you know use her club anyway um and he tells her you know i'm gonna take you from your husband you might as well get a divorce right now and let that be what it is and um you know they have like deep conversations glockman even tells her because uh, they share uh what is it is it trauma would you call it trauma bonding about their mothers like both of their mothers was on drugs um glock glockman's mother was actually a prostitute and you know he grew up in a whorehouse and he was actually like uh molested as a child by the women in the whorehouse um because his mama was so busy like running after her pimp and making sure she made him happy she really neglected him and so the women of the whorehouse bribed him with food to make him sleep with them and he basically did what he had to survive and now uh he's still looking out for his mama like he put her in a facility because she's still an active drug user um but she's just so wild and the latest facility that he put her into she got kicked out because of her wild behavior so he moves her into his own home and hires like a personal nurse or caretaker to look after her to get her clean and you know through all of that him and lyle are hooking up they have sex it's like they're building a relationship but she is also married so he's like you know pretty soon you're gonna have to get a divorce you're gonna have to leave this nigga and be done with him and she kind of like teeters on the fence until he decides that he gonna stop messing with her like you know i'm not gonna keep sleeping with a married woman especially when i'm telling you that i want you and you're not like reciprocating the feelings like i'm not finna play side nigga especially not to to my worker what i look like playing side nigga to this bum ass nigga um and so at some point she finally does tell Rashawn like you know it's over and he's like what oh but the kicker is though, like uh, while she was doing business with Glockman though, he Rashawn he basically pushed her into his arms, like almost propositioning Lyle to Glockman so he could get a better position in the gang and like get more money. So after he did that, anything they could have ever possibly had was done for anyway. So she tells him, you know, I want a divorce. And at some point, Glockman kidnaps the nigga and offers him a lawyer. Like, you know, you got a choice. You can pick this one or this one. Call him right now, set up the meeting, and get this divorce handled. But when Rashawn goes to meet with the lawyer, baby, the and, mm, I would say it anyway. The gag is they were never married so this whole time that they've been walking around with these wedding rings on and going on in life as a married couple never married lyle never filed the paperwork they had a ceremony and everything but technically they were never married giving yandy and mendices very much yandy and mendices so when he finds that out rishon is pissed 
like her sneaky ass. Um, and so, also, Glockman, his best friend, Poe, who had picked him up from jail, you know, the boy that he ride with, that was his homie, he got shot a while back, like, in broad daylight, um, in, like, a robbery situation. So, Glockman is very successful. Like, he has... A lot of people in his back pocket, including police officers, FBI, you know, he has people everywhere. And so um, he's been having the police look into it, like to get him camera footage of what happened that day. So it's just like, as soon as he find out who killed, I want to say it's his best friend, his best friend, he on the ass. Um, Also, while Lyle is like doing this with her club, Glockman has another friend. His name is Toddy. Toddy has a girlfriend named Siren. Siren also, like, she has a, what what do you want to call it? Like, a competing strip club that she's trying to open and compete with Lyle, but it's really, like, not on her level. And at some point, Siren steals one of her dancers, and it's like, she's always inside the club looking at how Lyle does her club, and is basically mimicking what she's doing. But then Siren also threatens Lyle at one point, like, I know what's going on over here at this club. And so, of course, she runs into Glockman, like, this girl is saying this. So Glockman goes and checks Toddy, and like, why do your girl know my fucking business? Like, know what I'm doing at the club. Because, uh, what was it? Siren threatened to snitch. Like, I know they're laundering money through that club. And I'm going to tell unless you do this and this. And so, of course, Glockman, you know, like I said, goes back to him. Like, why does she know my business? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know why she would know that. It's like, nigga, you were part of this crew. You almost like my right hand man and you out here running your mouth. Ain't no other way for her to know that unless you saying something because my girl ain't talking. And so, you know, that caused us like a rift between them. Oh, how could I forget about his baby mama? Um, Glock's baby mama, Kelby, she's like still in the picture, quote unquote. They don't mess around with each other. Like after he caught her in the bed with old boy, never touched her again, barely talked to her. It's really like a high and by situation. Or if it's pertaining to Mars. But she also has a daughter because, you know, her shooting with old dude, she ended up getting pregnant. And so she has a daughter. And so Glockman, like, you know, whatever he does for Mars, like he does a, a little something for her too. It's not as much, but, you know, he gets her stuff too. And sometimes when he picks Mars up, he'll take her out for ice cream or he'll take her with them on activities unless like Kelby is in her feelings and won't let her go. So he's real nice to the little girl. So um, the way this book ends, we have uh, Glockman finally getting that uh, camera footage and it's Lyle. So he shows up at the club pointing the gun at her like tell me that's not you on this camera tell me you didn't kill my homeboy and so it just ends with her crying so let's go over to troy troy has a boyfriend and a daughter named darling 
and you know like they have their own little family they're cute or whatever but um remember i said that the the strip club is co-ed so they're there there's a dancer named august who she has a little thing with like at first it just seems like they be flirting or whatever but she you could tell she pays extra close attention to august so it's it slips out that what like a year or two ago or like it been some time since the last time she slept with him but they did sleep slip up god (laughs) slept together um so they doing this whole little back and forth thing and it's not like a woman shows extra attention to him because he even had got a girlfriend who worked in the club and she was hating it's like but you got a whole boyfriend and a daughter why you won't let this man be great and like basically move on with his life because it's like okay you're not going to admit that it's something there between us and you just gonna keep bullshit so i'm gonna go on and do my own thing and don't worry about it and so that's basically the whole part with troy troy got a boyfriend and a daughter but she got her own little thing going on inside this club now let's go to bryce bryce is the youngest sister and while she she works in a club she really doesn't work in a club and she wants to do her own thing now she has a boyfriend named keon but you know keon is locked up um so she basically out here doing her own thing so she hooks up with this guy named jake who she's been spending a lot of time with she basically creeping around with him on the outside and he's also her business partner where they're doing um quote-unquote private parties so she gets well they get girls from the strip club and get them to perform at private parties so at some point at one of them parties it was for like a rapper and one of the dancers um she's attacked and raped so she goes to Lyle and says something to Lyle and you know Lyle gets and Bryce asks like you know this is your business avenue that you said you wanted to take you are in charge of this so you need to take care of this because the girl is threatening to go to the cops and sue her and you know get them arrested because it's like even though it didn't happen at the club this falls under the guise of the club because it's supposed to be an extension of the club and technically it's not because uh lyle is like that's something that uh bryce and that nigga jake was doing on their own but really you know when you get in the eyes of the court they they probably not gonna see it that way so um but then so while bryce and slash lyle are dealing with that keon gets out of jail so it's basically like the same situation again like with glockman he gets out of jail and as he's riding with his homeboy because he was trying to surprise bryce he didn't tell her that uh he was getting out but when they pull up to the gas station or no they're like driving past the gas station but he sees bryce and sees her like in that nigga car like he can tell it's some funny shit going on so he has his friend like whip up in the gas station and they kind of have a like this blow-up scene and he cusses her out and was like no nah, i know what you're doing and you're on that fake and phony shit fuck you so um at one point in their relationship bryce and keon 
he cheated on her and that resulted in an outside baby. So at first he was paroled to Bryce's apartment. I think it was like Bryce slash their apartment. But he gets that reversed to his baby mama's apartment. So now he's staying there with her and the baby. And it's basically fuck Bryce at this situation. So child, whew, that was a lot of drama for the first book. And that's another thing about Shavon, like I said, like it's the book is jam-packed with good information, but I really only care about the main couple. But that's just me though. But I was just like, I didn't understand. I'm like, Bryce, you just I, but she is also the youngest, so I guess she gets away with it saying she's young and dumb. It's just like, but you know what type of nigga you got. Like, why would you why would you play with that like that? And I think that was also the thing of her still kind of like, okay, you did this and I accepted you back. So the fact that I did this, like basically this is my one-off. Now we're even. And Keon is like, nah, bitch, I don't see it like that. And that's another thing that I, people never will, but it's like a tale as old as time. Women need to understand that just because you're willing to forgive and you're willing to take that nigga back as many times as he fucks you over, don't mean that like that's reciprocated. If a man chooses, like, bitch, I'm not putting up with this, he has that right. Like, that's your fault that y'all continue that y'all decide to stay. And I hate to say fault, like it's a blame game, but it's just like, bitch, you cannot be mad at me and try to force me to stay and deal with some bullshit just because you did it. That's your fault, not mine. But anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next episode. Because actually what I'm trying to do, because I think, what, two episodes ago, I said I had new days where it's Monday and Thursday now where I would be releasing episodes. But actually, because once again, oh my God. So I try to plan things, but it never works out the way I try to plan them. So I'm like, when it comes to Christmas, I did one, like, I guess, quote unquote, Christmas story in the month of December. And that was Aaron's gift. So I'm trying to do a book every day this week so I can get to Siobhan's new book, which is like a Christmas book. And I think I have one more in my library and I want to read them and get it released before December is over they're Christmas stories and I tried to do this last year where I wanted every book that month to be a Christmas book and I didn't do it that's I okay I know I'm like really talking talking a lot like blabbering but that's also like how it went with my Christmas shopping and Christmas decorating I I say like the year before like oh I'm gonna do all this I'm gonna do all that and you know it gets to be that time and I ain't did none of what I said so I hope I can go into the new year planning better and doing what I said I was gonna do okay that's it peace and blessings my beautiful people bye